Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and if my podcast inspires just one person, that would be a complete accident, and I apologize. So, nobody has slid into my DMs since the last episode. Or ever, for that matter. But the last episode, I asked listeners to message me their thoughts on the new segment, BS Confessionals, where I read what people have written on bathroom stalls. Um, I haven't heard anything good or bad about the segment. I guess no news is good news, so I'm going to keep doing it until I hear otherwise, okay? So, today's BS confessional is, where is Ian? Now, I know this sounds more like a question than a confession, but this guy's confessing that he lost Ian. Uh, But upon reading that, I have more questions than answers because I literally have no answer to that. But my first question, which Ian? You know, there's got to be a few Ians in town, and I'm not sure I'm going to help you find the one you're looking for. Next question, how is this the best way to get the word out in this missing persons report? You know, where are the odds someone's going to come into that particular stall and that particular bar, see that message and go, oh, I know exactly where that guy is, and then know who to inform about Ian's whereabouts. We don't know who's looking for Ian. He didn't sign it. And why are you looking for him? Are your intentions pure? Maybe you don't deserve to find Ian. You're certainly not putting in a lot of effort to find him. But, hey, I respect your style enough to feature you in BS confessionals. Not that anybody cares, but... You know, it's funny that for the second episode in a row, the BS confessional is a decent segue into the main topic. But I'm definitely going to take advantage of it. Isn't everybody looking for Ian? If Ian was actually a metaphor for happiness? Okay, maybe not the best metaphor, but just think about what you hear all the time. The pursuit of happiness. Chase your dreams. Find your passion. You know, these are supposed to be inspiring words, but to me it just sounds like I have to run after something that's unobtainable. Unobtainable or unattainable? Obtain? Attain. Obtain? Attain. To have something. Anyway, the pursuit of happiness, right? Maybe that's all it is. A pursuit that never ends because you can never have it. First of all, I don't even really know what happiness is. I couldn't describe it to you any differently than how I would describe being content. I think I feel contentedness most of the time, but not happiness. And I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? It's like when your friend hosts a movie night and the whole couch is taken, the recliner's taken, so you have to sit on the floor. You still get to watch the movie and hang out with your friends. Your ass just falls asleep and you get that tingling sensation in your taint. Yeah. Uh, I looked up some quotes about happiness so we can try to figure this thing out. Uh, First one by FDR, he said, Happiness lies in the joy of achievement and the thrill of creative effort. Uh, There's some keywords I want to pull out of that. Achievement, which means to be better than others, and effort, which is synonymous with trying. You know, I like to be better than others for sure, but I like not trying even more, so it sounds like happiness isn't for me. Next quote by George Washington, happiness and moral duty are inseparably connected. Duty. Gross. Next quote by Drew Barrymore, I think happiness is a choice. If you feel yourself being happy and can settle into the life choices you make, then it's great. It's really, really great. I swear to God, happiness is the best makeup. That's right, folks. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's happiness. Last quote by the queen bee herself, Beyonce, power means happiness. Power means hard work and sacrifice. Well, if happiness is power, then Beyonce must be the happiest woman on the planet because she has so many people ready to get information for her. 
so as you can see, there are a lot of quotes suggesting how you can get happiness, but we still don't know what happiness is. And researchers actually have a hard time defining happiness too. This is an ongoing debate. Uh, one theory suggests it's how humans manage pleasure versus displeasure, which makes sense, right? Do the things that are pleasurable and, and avoid the things that displease you. Seems easy enough, but then these nerds were like, hold on, just make sure you're doing things that are pleasurable in the long run. You should avoid short-term pleasures like alcohol and delicious processed foods because that will hurt you later on. Well, what's the point of doing anything if I can't feel pleasure now? I gotta wait for happiness? That's just a lazy way of saying that's the pursuit of happiness. So you might argue it's the pursuit that makes you happy, right? You know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Well, I for one prefer the destination. Why do you think I went on the journey in the first place? To get to the destination! I live in Alabama and I recently went to New Orleans. Do you think I enjoy driving through Mississippi? Absolutely not. If I could just skip the journey part, that would be ideal. Anyway, another theory of happiness breaks it down into percentages. It's 50% your genetic predisposition, 20% your life circumstances, and 30% your actions. I don't know if anyone's jumping ahead of me, but this is not going to end well. 50% of your happiness is your genetic predisposition. This is shit you cannot control because it's in your DNA. So already if your DNA is like, nah fam, we're not going to be happy, it's going to be tough to dig out of that hole. 20% of your happiness is your life circumstances, like where you live and your socioeconomic status. A lot of the time you can't control that either. So say you're born in Ohio and you can't move away for some reason. There's a pretty good chance you're going to be unhappy because Ohio. And the last 30% is your own actions, something you can actually control. But even if you're doing things that are pleasurable, that's only 30% of what it takes to be happy. 30% is not a passing grade. So you need either good DNA or good life circumstances. And even with good circumstances, it's still a 50-50 coin toss. And it seems to me like good circumstances means you gotta have a lot of coins. And then they say money can't buy happiness. And that's because happiness doesn't exist. But money can definitely buy comfort. Remember that Will Smith movie? No, not Bad Boys 2. The Pursuit of Happiness. That movie is all about Will Smith getting a job so he can pay his bills. And they called it The Pursuit of Happiness. So I ask you, how are we supposed to think money doesn't buy happiness? Will Smith is telling us it does, and everybody listens to The Fresh Prince. Credit cards help you skip over the pursuit and make dangerous promises that you can get what you want today. So it's no wonder people fall into debt. Well, that and the fact that Reaganomics ruined this country. I'm actually not sure if that's true or not. There are a lot of reasons why this country is ruined, but what's keeping us in ruins is our need to place blame without looking for solutions. But what do I know? I'm just a two-time college graduate in massive debt. So maybe that's why we're warned that money doesn't buy you happiness. Because when you have money, you want to spend it. Now. On everything that pleases you. Damn it, maybe those nerds had a point about short-term pleasure. Anyway, even if you believe money doesn't buy happiness, and you're only spending your money on practical things, you're still not going to be happy. We always want more, even if we have everything we need. I don't know why our minds aren't completely blown every time we heat up a TV dinner in the microwave. Are you kidding me? Everybody takes microwaves for granted. Let me try to explain the gravity of this. The same microwave frequencies we use in a microwave oven to heat up our leftovers, doctors use to treat cancer. Scientists use microwaves to study celestial objects in deep space, and we complain when the microwave makes our french fries taste weird. We have our own personal radiation boxes in our kitchens, and yet we're still pursuing happiness. And why is that? Why can't we ever catch happiness? We know what makes us happy, right? That's what dreams are for. 
So why aren't we chasing that shit down? I mean, I run a nine-minute mile, so I'm not catching anything anytime soon. But what's your excuse? Some psychologists say that because happiness is so difficult to achieve that people think it must be difficult to maintain once we have it. Or if we're happy for too long, that must mean something terrible is probably around the corner. What kind of a shitty deal is that? If happiness was a real thing and you work so hard to get it, harder than I'm willing to work, once you have it, you can't even enjoy it because you're scared of what's going to happen next. And then psychologists go a step further and say, if you think that way, if you think happiness is fragile once you have it, then you won't actually do the things that will make you happy because what's the point? And I think that's the smartest thing you can do. So my self-help advice should come as no surprise. Irish exit the pursuit of happiness because the pursuit never ends. And I know that sounds really sad, but I think you'll be better off with just being content. That's something you can do right now, just being okay with what you have. There's no pursuit and the stakes are low. Has anyone gotten anywhere meaningful when the stakes are low? Definitely not, but their souls also haven't been crushed. You can't fail if you don't try. Forget about all that find your passion and chase your dreams malarkey. Wiley E. Coyote spent his entire life pursuing happiness by chasing that damn roadrunner. All Wiley wants to do is kill that son of a meat meat, but the only thing that coyote ever got was a rocket to the face or a nosedive off a cliff. That coyote must have amazing health insurance to be doing that shit every single day, but you can't tell me that Wiley is happy chasing his dreams. And you shouldn't have to fall off a cliff for your happiness either. Just be content and comfortable. Remember when your ass was sore from sitting on the floor at movie night? Well, buy yourself a nice lazy boy recliner. You won't be happy sitting there every single day wasting your life, but you'll be comfortable. No pursuit necessary. Sit back, relax, and heat up some pizza rolls on that incredible microwaving machine. Thanks for listening to this absurdity, and I would be happy if you join me next time. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything. <laughs>